0: Right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the team of Queen B. Come right here, drop the tea. You know that it's <laughs> the team of Queen B. Come right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the team of Queen B. Come right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the team of Queen B. The shade. Hey, 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 what's going on to all my kings and queens and in-betweens? It's your girl, the one and only Miss B, Queen B. Back for another episode of The Tea with Queen B. Hey, y'all. Late. Of course, I'm here with my right hand here, the deep motherfucking goddess. Yes. Hi. Hey, y'all. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> okay, so right now the dog is all over it's me. It's giving Nikki Parker. Oh, hey, girl, hey. Yes. Y'all, I am so excited to be back with y'all on the mic speaking to my friends. I know it, it it it's been a long time, okay? The last episode that we had, somebody hit me up and was like it was like March 8th. No, 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 no. lies. It was like February 8th or something like that. Like that's trifling. It was it, it, it's been a while, okay? So i have had several people hit me up in my inbox about it asking me where is the podcast for that i love you because it's showing me that someone is actually waiting to hear what my dumbass has to say every week <laughs> but you know in that context it also you know forced me to have some accountability about you know not getting in a rut and just getting things done and being more committed to the show in general not only for myself but for y'all because there are people that pay to listen to this show and you know sponsor and all of that so that is our bad my bad all that good stuff i am charging to my head not my heart i'm definitely going to make a better um effort at you know just being more consistent for the show i know i talk about consistency all the time well at least i'm consistent about something Wow. <laughs> your little queen bee shirt's cute. So then, my cheetah pants. I swear, I think these cheetah pants are my podcast pants. Yeah. Because I literally end up in them like- all, Are they your house pants? Yeah, these are like my little house. I don't know whatever really possessed me to wear these outside anywhere because- the length of them is not the best and i'm already short and looking back on pictures then i'll be like bitch what was you doing okay (laughs) anyway so (laughs) this is episode seven for the podcast missy (sighs) Missy swear she if she had a voice i think she would be like bitch i'm on the show like (laughs) (laughs) so this is episode seven um of the show for season two. And seven is a very important number. Seven is the number of completion in a lot of things, a lot of um, religious aspects. Seven is an important number. And also in numerology in general, seven is the number of completion. It signifies unity and oneness, you know, with God and all these things. It's a number of luck. And it's just, you know, that well-rounded number. They say that the human body... Um, goes through a complete cell change every seven years. So, like, all of your old cells are gone and your new cells, like, replaced. And so, like, every seven years they say that, like, you have a a sort of a mind shift a little bit that every seven years that you can have, like, this growth spurt. And also that um, year seven can affect your relationships because you're not the same person you were every seven years or whatever, so... I believe that part. Yeah, the seven-year itch is real. I'm in my seven-year right now. Ooh. And I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying, I'm itching, you know what I'm saying, Hear bust that, out. <laughs> but, the seven-year itch is real of just, you know, asking you know, yourself what's next, you know, it's a transitional year, I feel like, in your relationship. I am not married, you know, I don't <clears throat> necessarily have that construct of that defining you know like have i reached the pinnacle of something or whatever but seven can be a complicated time well we don't um we don't like odd numbers exactly i'm I'm definitely not into odd numbers i mean i mean who listens to odd numbers on their volume on their tv <laughs> if my volume is on 17 there's a problem okay <laughs> Weird for real sick. i definitely will be like oh let me click up one boop all right i feel better this is better sound to me <laughs> so yes this is episode seven y'all oh. and what's been going on with you oh my god first of all i just want to say i've been drunk for like a week or oh, maybe more this is our season guys We are both Pisces. If you don't know I just had a birthday Last Wednesday March 10th Bianca's is Tomorrow March 17th Yay. St. Patrick That's why she's a little Midget leprechaun mm-hmm. Um Buying all this green shit So be looking yes. for her On social media And her green I'm definitely wearing green I probably don't have Green to wear with you But um yeah, so basically, because it's been my birthday, you know, I never see everybody all at one time. I did go um to Miami for a couple days. Y'all, Miami, listen, first of all, it wasn't hot like I needed it to be. I was not prepared for that weather. I was bird shit out on the beach. The whole time? The wind was, it was like one day, like the day I was leaving. Because was like, I've been seeing people down there, like straight up, like sweating, like hot. Because when I left, that's when it. The temperature went up but it was breezy Like my lashes was out of control Oh my gosh It was breezy and cool at night During the day it was like comfortable But not like oh I'm walking down the strip of my bikini Right it's not giving me I mean. And that's all I had was like yeah you definitely gave hot girl summer so i'm about to go right back on vacation but um anyway y'all um i did enjoy my birthday also if you're going to Miami, just know it's a curfew you got to be in at 12 or not in but you can't be out on the strip at 12 it's close so i mean that was cute and then we just went to brunch the other day we turned up at brunch we definitely turned up at brunch i had me good time so march listen it's late we basically have to detox after March because our birthdays are so close together that we going out for each other's birthdays. Yeah, so. it's, I was going to say, I always feel like I celebrate twice because your birthday happens, and it's like, okay, well, your birthday's next week, so why aren't you celebrating? Right. And then, before you know it, oh, you know who we need to hit up? Roberto. Oh. Uh-huh. He did just hit me mean- oh y'all uh-huh shots on you roberto uh-huh bianca is terrible listen mm-hmm. it was a cost amigos uh, it was a cost amigos for me i cannot keep up with bianca let me just say i'm a wine drinker i've been drinking like mostly wine for like a year so the fact that i've been on this cost amigos lately only because they don't give me a hangover right me too but ugh. Listen, I I, that, like, I drank that the whole time I was in Miami and I was not hungover. I was good. I think it was a double henny and two limes for me. Like, why, why are you mixing? That's one thing about me. I'm not about to mix. Right. Okay, I'm not about to have a shitty butt, but right. I yeah. want to mix liquor. Stick to the tequila. You know what it was? I think it was It was, when we went to brunch. It was like the fact of the Casamigos with the mimosas. I told y'all's asses don't get the mimosas. Everybody want to automatically get mimosas. <sighs> because they're endless at brunch but one it wasn't tasty. It wasn't very good. It tastes like pee a little bit. And ah, you know, I don't de- you know what pee tastes <laughs> <it's> like. Shut <laughs> sure. up. I decided that I wanted margaritas. So I was drinking mimosas, margaritas and Okay, y'all, once again, you know it never fails. Mother always has to call whilst we're recording. Cause she stalks you. That was my bad. Yes. So we were talking about the Casamigos. Okay, y'all. So boom. Amber, you were saying that you drank the Casamigos the whole time and that you didn't want to fuck with the mimosas. And I don't even know what made me start drink I think when we went to the park for brunch, that was the first time I ever had Casamigos. Oh, yeah, we really have been going out for like two weeks now. Yeah, literally. So, because once you do, you realize it goes down smooth. Yeah. We had endless shots across the We at Park, and I wasn't hungover or anything from mm-hmm. Park. I had a great time when we went to Park. Actually, besides <laughs> us waiting outside, we made a reservation and was still standing outside, and it was cold as shit for 30 minutes. It was really not cute. It was very much giving cold outside the club. Okay, Amber at the ankles. Yes, old, I wore a skirt. Yes, Amber, you had on a skirt, and I still had my legs in there, y'all. Won the dance competition because no one's gonna beat me, and that's just the bottom line, <laughs> y'all, Amber and my friend Justina oh my god I absolutely love Juan. her Juan Juan-y had a dance contest first of all it's COVID and we're really all <laughs> supposed to be seated you know you, you gotta sit down at your little table zero fucks were given there was full on dance competition going on Amber you did win though you won oh, Lord, she's, the never, legs, she's, never gonna, she's never gonna beat me that's the bottom line <laughs> Literally these dance contests have been going on forever. And at that moment I feel like there was enough liquor in the room that nobody really was paying us any mind. And people we, were recording us, you didn't see that. Yeah, I saw somebody recording and I know that somebody who was with us was just like, Who the fuck is recording us? And was like yeah. ready to get hype. And, like, I mean, we're, we're the turn up. I mean, you couldn't say anybody was looking crazy because, bitch, I was dressed to kill. Okay. <laughs> we were definitely the turn up on Sunday. I too. was very much giving Coming to America with the first <laughs> shawl on. I was very much a queen of Zamunda. Bianca Zalanda. in this pink first shawl, y'all. <laughs> y'all know I love me a good thrift. Uh huh. Have my little Zamunda shawl well, right have on to talk me. About coming to America, oh, yes. Absolutely. Okay. So, what else has been going on? Um, In all things um, STEMI news related, the country's gone crazy. Everyone's gone mad over (laughs) $1,400. Money bag Joe. Yeah, the fact that they was calling him money bag Joe, I was just like, oh my God. Ignorant as hell. This was terrible. Like with the stacks of money with his face on it. And I get it, you know, he really did advocate and, you know, Push for it, but this is honestly The help that everybody <clears throat> needed Yeah, and a lot of people getting evicted I know a lot of people struggling that's- Yeah, and some people aren't hurting for that money So they about to cut up But I'm jealous for them people that got Three and four kids My friend got six kids, okay oh Six my God. kids $1,400 a pop Now that's when I regret Bitch, let me hold some Right oh, some, some, some. Damn yeah, that's a Look, lot of money. I mean, I get it. Your kids have been, you know, cooped up in the house. Hopefully, y'all try to do a little something with the kids. You're not going on a vacation. Ain't nobody taking them kids nowhere. Look, these kids, these kids is having mental problems and shit, too, because of being in the house too going long. Okay? Um The STEMI has been, I mean, literally, I've even heard conversations with people You know dudes talking about they're gonna ask their baby mamas for you know um some of the stimulus money and they deserve some of the money too and as y'all know that um family in uh where was it indianapolis um quadruple murder over stimulus. That's ridiculous. The father apparently, the baby father yeah. basically asked the baby mama for some stimulus money mm-hmm. and got into it and I guess she said she wasn't going to give him no money and he came back shooting everything up and killed four people oh over $1400. Not only that are people acting crazy, it's the government's um Response to you know saying that they're in fear of Americans quitting their jobs and this and that, and third, y'all. We're talking about one four zero zero. This is not even people's rent, not quitting their job. Yeah, this is not this is one month. We're talking about maybe one month's rent, and that's if you live reasonable with your bills and all of that. Fourteen hundred dollars is really just a dip in the bucket. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm not saying that I'm not grateful, you know. Um, I didn't get my last STEMI, so, you know, who knows if I'll get this one. I don't know. Look, get your taxes filed. It's all dropping at the same time, which I I think they kind of knew what was going on, which is why they pus- pushed the t- uh, taxes back a little bit, because now it's all dropping at the same time. You got mm-hmm. your taxes dropping, you got STEMI dropping, and it's kind of just a way to boost the economy in general. Look, Look, let me tell y'all, one thing for sure, two things for certain. Y'all got to stop pocket-watching over other people's fucking money. That's their money. They ain't never gonna stop doing that. But, like, I'm so tired of seeing all of these statuses about you could take money, start you a business, use that the money for that business to pay for this, and that will make residual money. Look, okay... Pause. Everybody is not meant to be an entrepreneur <coughs> Right. Everybody's not meant to own their own business. There are literally some people that just need this to keep their head above water. How the hell are you telling somebody what to do with their money? With their coins. And it's all over social media. The stimulus tweets. Black Twitter is unmatched. <laughs> like... Seriously, the whole joint with the McDonald's, uh, buying the whole ice cream machine, <laughs> that shit sent me over the roof. Like, what? Let me get an ice cream. The machines broke. How much to fix it? What? <laughs> Shut up, y'all. But for real, I understand that mentality. It's like me with food stamps. You know, when the food stamps hit your pocketbook, give me that Himalayan sea salt. Okay?
1: <laughs> Spice me up, please. I'm dashing
0: shit that I ain't got no business, I'm dumb, okay? Because her and Melissa definitely just bought some. It definitely did. You know what I'm saying? I need that Mediterranean style salt. So, okay? Can't you tell the yes. difference? Oh, my God. <laughs> but it does give you this sense of security that you have a little bit extra. I said this on social media, and I'm saying it to y'all. Right now, we're going to say a. uh quick little prayer for all of the shrimp and lobsters and crabs of the sea of the deep blue Mm -hmm. because they don't stand a chance for the next couple months hot girl summer is officially on the way y'all know we just had daylight savings time the other day And I realized it Like two days ago Cause I was like Oh shit It's still light outside I never realized Yeah we lost an hour The night that we were Out I believe We lost an hour I that just night. thought I was in I tra- I didn't know I was so drunk You thought you was in a trance Yes
1: <laughs> I didn't know What was going on Honey I had
0: to delete So much footage I- Yeah y'all, Y'all know when you get drunk and and you out and you get the posting so we was out and i was just posting everything and i didn't realize it and then i woke up at like 3 First of all i went to sleep early because we went out at like 3 and didn't get home till like 11 i don't know how this happens at brunch but that's that's a real turn of brunch it does i woke up at 3 a.m decided to look at my story on instagram i was like oh hell no I know I did not post myself with my eyes crossing, looking <laughs> drunk and wild. Girl, delete, 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 delete immediately. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like we were really turned up. So in Maryland, <clears throat> they have just recently lifted some of the COVID restrictions. You know, look, I understand people feel you know a certain type of way. They say you know COVID is still out here. Couple of things. COVID, yes, it's still out here. It's still real. It's still killing people. All of that good stuff. Number two, having a COVID vaccine does not um, mean that you're immune from still contracting COVID. And there's also a lot of side effects that have been going on with COVID. Now, of course, um, the media is only going to show you but so much. But, of course, we have access to so much. Whereas I'm seeing... Um, deaths that have occurred you know physical deformities strokes all types of things i'm not saying that you should not get the vaccine if you feel safer getting the vaccine by all means go ahead and do that do your thing protect yourself they said that the second dose is worse than the first dose but what do you mean it's worse yeah they said like the first dose you don't have no symptoms and then the second dose is, like, the swelling, the, like, flu-like symptoms, and, like, all that stuff. I don't like it. I'm just thinking about, like, The Walking Dead. I don't trust Yeah, and I'm just, like, you know, like I said, it's just happening a bit too rapidly for me. And to people out there who want to make me or anybody else feel bad because they don't plan on getting the vaccine, shame on you, Okay. That's your personal choice for your kids, for your family, for all of that. It, it, like I said, it's going to start this whole thing with, have you been vaccinated and have you not? Because even right now, people are asking those questions. Have you been vaccinated? Did you get the vaccine yet? Like, no. And my answer is going to remain the same. No. No, not doing it. Or, I you know... I might to say yes, just so you can leave me the fuck alone. Because exactly, if I'm traveling and you tell me I need to get the vaccine first, I'm just gonna tell you I did. How much I gotta pay for that paperwork? <laughs> no boy shit. Let me get that. Okay, it's like finding somebody who works at the DMV. Hook my license up. <laughs> Anyways, uh, also, um, in social media, it's been so much going on, y'all. So bear with me because. I'm, like, spitting out word vomit at this point because I haven't talked to y'all in so long. I miss y'all. But the Grammys just happened a couple days ago. This is, number one, the lowest rated and watched Grammys that has ever taken place. And I think this is because a lot of people did not think that the Grammys were going to be in person they thought there was going to be a Zoom situation going on, a virtual Grammys, yeah. and were like, we're not having any parts of it. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't, for myself, even know that the Grammys was an in-person thing. Um, also, with the Grammys, I believe that it was not expected for Beyonce and Jay-Z to show up, and they ended up, you know, making an appearance. Beyonce, look, <clears throat> let me just go on a rant real quick. First of all, Beyoncé knew she was going to win a Grammy. That's number one. Yes. Beyoncé never shows up for anything, even when the bitch do win, okay? I mean, I love you, Beyoncé, you know what I'm saying? But she's reached this level in her career where it's like, to be or not to be, that is the question. Like, mm. am I going to show up? Because apparently she was not on a roster or anything. Like, they literally had no idea that she was even coming to the Grammys. Um, Beyonce showed up on the scene in a ruched leather custom um, look. Forgive me for all the fashion heads. I forgot what it was, but it was leather all the way down to the hands. She wore uh, black leather gloves also with gold nails on over top of them. Gold and black jewelry. Everything was statement. It was very much giving. I'm about to win a Grammy, bitch. (laughs) It was very much giving. I know I'm about to be holding this gold Grammy in my hand, so let me give Queen vibes all day. Now, that is just my own theory, but I felt like there was some back and forth with her and the Oscar people, and she was like, couple things. Number one. I need to win a Grammy, and also, my daughter, Blue Ivy needs to win a Grammy, too. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh... Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. What did Blue Ivy win a uh, Grammy for? Brown-skinned girl. Oh. They, um, say, I mean, literally, she says, like, three words on the top. Like, oh. she doesn't even go here. Like, what? I think that's another reason why people don't know why, like, I don't really care about the Grammys, because I feel like they right every year, so... Yeah, the Grammys weren't great. Now... This is the thing with the Grammys. I feel like either the Grammys, like, just gives away Grammys because they feel like it's the right thing to do and they don't want to be, you know, hassled by, you know, the black coalition and, you know, people basically saying, this is so white and this person deserved to win and that person deserved to win and all that. So it's just like, let's give all these niggas Grammys. (laughs) You get a Grammy. You get a Grammy. Do you think that's what happened? Um... uh, in so many words, yes, but um, Tiffany Haddish did win a Grammy for Best uh, Female Comedy Album or some shit, I was very happy for her, I do not care for Tiffany Haddish comedy um, I get that she's speaking from a real place, you know bitch from Slauson, whatever you know, the marathon continues but I just don't care for her kind of brash in your face, very stereotyped comedy yeah, I don't care for her either. I was very happy for her, however, to know that a black woman hasn't won um, best female comedy album since R- Whoopi Goldberg sometime back in the 80s. So. Like, But who would have been if it wasn't Tiffany Haddish? They probably would have given it to someone white like Amy Schumer or some shit. Oh, yeah. so She's I, funny. Yeah, Amy Schumer is fucking hilarious, but you know, that's probably what she expected. And so that's why I, th- I I don't think that she did not not deserve it. But there was a lot of Grammy giving going on including Blue Abbey. Y'all are stupid. <sighs> Grammy fashion. I did not watch the Grammys either. Neither did I. No, not at all. However, I did go ahead and bounce my ass on over to the shade room, boo-boo, <laughs> to see everyone's Um, fits and everything um people were commenting on Beyonce's slight weight gain or whatever and I'm like first of all bitch she's a black woman that just been at home taking care of her kids this is probably the first downtime that Beyonce has really had in years and a lot of celebrities have been saying that's been the best part of COVID is just being able to be home with their kids and be parents and you know all of that with that being said, I feel like when Beyonce shows up on the scene for anything, when she makes an appearance for anything, she's about to do something. Yeah. Whether that be, you know, she just dropped Ivy Park and now she's just won this Grammy. She about to, I mean, who knows? She could drop an album tomorrow. Right. I, I don't I don't fucking know. I, I, this I, and I'm not a big um Beyonce fan as far as her music. I like old Beyonce, like Speechless. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. The newer Beyonce, the music, I don't care for all that. It's very rappy, singy. All that, all that bullshit they play in the radio. I'm not like, none of it's downloaded on my yeah, phone. Yeah, where are the ballads? Yeah. Where are the ballads? The ballads are for me, myself, and I. Like? But as a person, like, the little we do know about her, like, I like her more, like, as a person than I do an actual artist. Like, yeah. So the marketing, everything is just so smart. Like, I love, like, the business side of Beyonce, but. Yeah. She can keep that bullshit. They've been playing on the radio. Great. Um, the fashion Doja Cat wore a very feathery frock. It was like a dropped kind of, you know, dress fitted at the top and like all feathers at the bottom. Mm -hmm. I didn't like her styling. I didn't like her hair. Meg the stallion very much was giving me prom circa 20, um, 2005. (laughs) It was like a big orange tangerine. I did not care for the fabric. She looked wrinkled in all of her pictures. Um, It didn't look good fitting in the bust area. It just very much looked like you was at your high school prom. That's unfortunate because she did uh, win some shit and i step your pussy up big like you you know you have right now you gotta be on point who the hell be styling her i mean her styling hasn't always been the best but see i'm you know i'm used to um meg when she first came out you know her ripped up shirts and jeans her little country girl and i like i like the so maybe they gotta get her like red carpet glam together. Yeah, red carpet country hood, bitch. You feel me? Like, right. you need to be a mix of all of that. I don't know. She just hasn't locked into her style yet. You know, you see, even Nicki Minaj, she was very out there and avant-garde, but it was in a very stylized way. Yeah. Even when she was looking crazy, her shit was still on point. Okay. It was still well-fitting and still expensive and all that. Meg, to me, doesn't always look okay. expensive. I miss that, I, I, I love... She does. She do be looking cheap a little bit. A she little bit. She do be looking bit. cheap sometimes. Sometimes. I I love you, girl. But she just um, maybe haven't come fully into how to utilize her money to upgrade. You know, it's a it's a world that she really is only really yeah. You get used you to. you you too hot to be looking like Fashion Nova every day. Yeah, I'm I mean just... it's cute sometimes, but I just don't see her as a style icon no. at all. But, um, and she's probably not trying to be, but yes. Yeah. But it goes hand in hand with rap and, you know, hip hop and all of that. When Lil' Kim stepped on the scene, she was automatically a fashion icon. She pushed the boundaries, but she was a bad bossy bitch. <laughs> and she never looked cheap. Yeah. Like she was like a bad bitch. You knew she was draped in Versace from head to toe. Like, I haven't seen Megan any look that I'm like, oh, yes, that, yes, bitch, yes, yes. Like, that's true. I mean, it's okay. I saw her. She wore very boho. I wear my sunglasses at night. Look, <laughs> you know, it worked for her. Um, Chica, do you know who Chica is? Um, yeah, she wore an all Nike every day. It was like powder, pastels, color block, huge, like, Nike cake with the Nike sweatshirt. and th- It was very colorful, bubblegum, bubblegum in a dish. Same, How many Nikes same. You know, do you have? You know, I... I, I yeah, it was very chica, I would say that. Um, people were talking about the baby, his suit. He had on a floral suit. He looked like he could have been um, Kirk Franklin's right-hand oh, man. Oh, a little midget suit. Yeah, he looked very, very nice and dapper. I think he cleans up very well. There weren't many men that I saw that, you know, were, like, looking like anything in particular. But that basically wraps up the Grammy. I liked um, the performance. Um, Cardi B. Yes. It was good. It could have had a little more energy, I feel like. I mean, I just saw them rolling around on the ground. Um, <laughs> the little double team. That was cute. But the energy um for the entire performance was a little It is the Grammys, not the that. easy old. True. Because it's like, okay, let's keep it, you know, kind of cute. But y'all was definitely giving full on stripper moves. So after that, <laughs> y'all literally gave a floor performance on the Grammys. So I don't really know how you could do that, but... Yeah, I need to go back and fully immerse myself in all the performances of the Grammys and just, you know, see what I like, what I didn't like. Um, but like I said, as far as the fashion and everything, the dog is going crazy. Missy. Whatever, y'all. She's probably show now at this point. So, um, yeah, the Grammys was all right. Um, now, of course... Before I jump into what we're going to be talking about today and everything, we have to talk about what we've been watching on TV. It's been three, four weeks since I've talked to you all, and let's just say that right now TV is kind of popping because it has no choice. What you been watching? I, the first one on my list is I Care A Lot. That's good. I Care A Lot was insane now if you haven't watched it at this point then I just don't know what to tell you but see come here girl anyway she's doing her own thing but um so I Care A Lot basically was about a woman who um was a court appointed guardian for elderly people and people who you know were gonna like cause like harm to themselves so if you are in a situation where the government feels like you cannot take care of yourself they will appoint a um legal guardian to you and this person is in charge of your money your affairs all of that so she was basically a con artist and would put people in elderly and retired retirement homes who didn't need to be there so basically she would get a doctor to sign off and say your grandma or grandpa is crazy and they have dementia and they can't take care of themselves and put them in a home where she would come through and take all of your money your cars sell off all your assets and ride off into the sunset while you're you know she then mind you, she's making residual money as long as you're alive. Right. So she would like want the people that were like still alive enough, but like she could make them clinically look crazy. Right. So she basically comes across the wrong grandma, and this series of events happens where, you know, she's getting caught up and someone's onto her game. And like, for me, I was just so Annoyed at the fact that this actually happens. Right. That's what I was thinking when I was watching like it made me so mad. This shit could never let that be my goddamn grandma and great grandma. We ain't having it. She played it so good. She played so oh good This bitch was trifling. And that's the thing, like once I say that you're crazy and you're not remembering things, how do you prove that? right how do i prove that i am not crazy how do i prove to you that i am within my right mind and you're just tripping it's so hard so this is how elderly people get taken advantage of all the time i realize that when we're looking through our like emails and stuff like that there are so many spam scam emails that come through there you know you could get money for this you could get that And these elderly people have emails and stuff now. They look through that, and some of them don't know the difference. Yeah. And they could just be getting scammed when people call their phone and, you know, ask for money and, you know, all of that. Like, they just get scammed out of so much money. So, I Care A Lot was a great, great movie. I was very, very happy at how it ended. I'm not going to totally spoil that for y'all because... I was happy it was good I wasn't expecting that because I just heard about it like on social media but I didn't even see a preview so I didn't even know what to expect oh you just got in there and yeah. started watching it oh. that made it even better oh yeah for sure because I just happened to glance over it but even when you're looking at the like trailers and stuff you don't really get into how bad it's really gonna get until you get into the movie great watch I care a lot everyone watched watching but if you haven't go ahead and watch it Another great watch for me was um, United States versus Billie Holiday. Um, if you haven't watched it already, I'm not sure what network it um, came on or whatever, but Andrew Day portrays Billie Holiday. I didn't watch it yet. Oh man, Amber, it was it was great. Um, for people who don't know a background on Billie Holiday, now. There was nothing going on in this biopic that I did not know because <laughs> know your history. But Billie Holiday's um, song, Strange Fruit, which is about, you know, people, black people being hung in the trees. You know, it is an iconic song. You can go right to YouTube and listen to that right now. But when this song came out, the white folks was not having it. The white folks felt that this she was stirring up trouble. They wouldn't let her perform it in, in certain places. They kept arresting this woman. I mean, to the point where they were trying to arrest this woman on her deathbed. Billie Holiday was a uh, really bad heroin addict. She struggled with her addiction her entire, you know, adult life. And to see Andra Day portray her girlfriend, give her her flowers now, okay? Because Andrew Day did. Yes, Andrew Day. She did her thing. She really went deep down somewhere to find this character. So of course, I had to do some of my own research because one, I didn't remember Andrew Day being so thin, and two, I didn't even know she acted. So um, they were saying she was saying that for the role, she actually like she definitely method acted for. Billie Holiday, she started drinking and smoking. Two things that she did not even do. She said she, you know, had never smoked or anything and to kind of get that raspy, heavy voice that Billie Holiday has, she literally started smoking cigarettes And drinking bourbon, drinking gin, all the things that Billie Holiday liked. Now, bitch, I don't know if I would have started picking up cancer sticks to get my voice raspy for no goddamn row, okay? And she sounded just like... I was like, that's a bit extreme, but she wanted to basically lose weight in an unhealthy way. Because when she... When you see her on the movie, she looks frail. She looks like she's not taking care of herself. Mm-hmm. And she was I didn't drop the weight in a healthy way. I basically starved myself and, you know, partied and, you know, drank and did all the things that she would have done to, like, really get into the role. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know where she started and Billie Holiday stopped the way around. It was a really great performance by her. And... Also shedding light on, you know, a song and an era that was so important and impactful. If you haven't listened to the song Strange Fruit in its entirety, from beginning to end, it's it's somber, it's melancholy, it's all those things, but it's also very powerful because her as a black woman well she wasn't afraid to speak about these things and sing about these things, and you know, wanted to bring awareness to it. So watch that. Great, great watch. The last uh, watch that I have to talk about is Coming to America. And I know. Bianca, I just want to say, Bianca watched it multiple times. Sure did. Sure did. (laughs) And told me to watch it. Sure did. I won't be watching it again. Mm. And that's that. I'm going to say this. First of all, people were expecting way too much from Coming to America. It's a 30-year-old movie. Exactly, It's a classic. If you're going to touch it, it better be fucking great because they should have left it alone. I don't feel like there needed to be a Coming to America 2. That is a classic that should have been untouched. So if you're going to touch it, you better do that motherfucker. Well, I don't know what anyone could have done for Coming to America to make it... It was corny. The first Coming to America was corny. Everything about the first Coming to America, hands down, is corny. Well, this was cornier. And I feel like the boy was a bad actor. The son, I don't feel like he was a good actor. He's from the area. Everyone went to school with him around here. I don't care where he's from. He wasn't a good actor. I don't think he was bad. I think that even when Coming to America came out back in the day, people wasn't all the way feeling. It wasn't like this. There weren't bad actors. Yeah, there weren't bad actors. There were a lot of cameos, and there were a lot of younger actors who were, you know, good, but they were kind of just first getting their start. But a couple things kind of upset me about the way that people reacted to it. And number one, black movies don't ever get sequels like that. There are some good-ass black movies out here that should have gotten a part, two i.e. all about the benjamins okay <laughs> that was a movie that deserved a part two there are other movies fucking they could have gave us a crooklyn part two they could <laughs> you know what i'm saying but it's not in our history to do it again when they remake these white movies these jasons these mike these all these you know over and over and over again i feel like the black audience is like going to a Baptist church. Like if you don't know how to get up on that microphone and blow me off the water, then you shouldn't be up there. Right. And it was the expectations of my people, my people, I love you. But the expectations that people had for the movie did not represent the time that we're in. Like, I feel like it gave, First of all, Leslie Jones was fucking amazing. She was absolutely hilarious. She was good. She was hilarious. Wesley Snipes, fucking hilarious. From top to bottom, this man was so funny. I did have a couple good laughs. From from them, mostly. Yeah, like, so fucking funny. I mean, there were extra corny parts. However, the wardrobe, fucking insane. Like, the, the wardrobe was so good. Um it was weird to me. It wasn't weird to me, but you could tell all the daughters had specific dress and roles. Like mm-hmm. you had this like warrior, you know, the, the princess who dressed more seductive, wore a lot more fitted things and sporty. And then you had the daughter who was supposed to be like the nerd. She was, like, covered up from head to toe all the time. Yeah. And then you had, like, the younger one who was just, like, doing her own thing. She was the young one. But it was so distinct to, like, the wardrobe was done very meticulously. So what did you think about Tiana Taylor? I could have done without her, honestly, yeah. for the role that she was playing or whatever. I mean, Vanessa Bell Calloway looked amazing in the original, and she looked amazing in the second one or whatever. It was hilarious when she came out with that outfit on, steel. still barking like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> This is what I expect from Bianca because Bianca <laughs> is corny and likes corny shit. So I should've known when she told me to watch you. Now, this is my perspective. And you know, maybe this is me, you know, bragging on myself a bit, but I understand the world of comedy and how things get broken down a little bit more and like you know, like the acting and things like that. I don't know. there were certain parts in it that I found absolutely hilarious that Melissa was like, "Why are you laughing?" So I did watch it again. I was real upset at how uh the king died. He was like, "Okay, I'm going to die now." This what I'm talking about this. Oh, shit. Wait a minute. hold on, like, Wait a minute. What are you talking about, like to me? He didn't look that sick. They could have made him look more sick. He I, on his deathbed. Not only that, he, he could have lived good. a little longer. He looked good. The story was very um, predictable. Yeah. Um, we knew that you know old boy was going to fall for the hairdressing bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it you know it was what it was. But there's nothing you could compare to a classic. I mean, Friday after next is not touching Friday. Right. And That's well, why I just feel like certain movies just shouldn't. I wouldn't have done coming to America over, but. No, that's just me. So I had to go back and watch the original after I watched oh. <laughs> it. And give it a chance at least. I think social media kinda swayed people's opinions really heavily. And, you know, find and- the good parts in it because I appreciated um the dynamic of Leslie Jones and uh freak I forgot her name, but uh Prince Hakeem's wife, yeah. it wasn't like a bitter baby mama and I don't like you. It was like, hey, quiet! Yeah. You know, it was a good relationship. It didn't depict the stereotypical you know, bitter baby mama black relationship. It could have been, you know, a lot different. She could have been jealous. She could have been trying to take over. She could have been trying to get him back. She could have... Well, his wife is classy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? All of that. But I just, I thought that the relationship between them was really good or whatever. Um, yeah, the guy who acted as a son apparently yeah he grew up around here and like there was a bunch of people in my timeline who knew who he was his name was like Jermaine Fowler or something like that I thought he did a pretty good job um, for it being you know like his first I guess major acting role but I did see that DC Young Fly auditioned to be Eddie Murphy's son like three times Oh wow! and they didn't pick him for the role and I don't know. He would have been funny as shit. Don't get me wrong. But there were also a couple of moments in there where I felt like DC Young Fly would have been just acting a fool. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. It was okay, all in all. Like I said, shout out to whoever did the wardrobe. Um... There were a lot of people who did not care for the movie at all. But I'm glad that everybody at least, you know, watched it on Prime was like the number one movie. And that's crazy now that movies are getting ratings by being done at home. I know. Like, that's wild to me. But even if that shit was in the movie theaters pre-COVID, we all would have went to the movies to see that shit. Right. Literally. Like, we still would have showed up, showed out. I think that's all I've been watching. Oh, real quick, y'all. I'm watching this new show called The One, right? So, basically, there's, like, a DNA match for your perfect match. This is the person that you will fall in love with. Your one true love, like, your soulmate, it's, like, all done through DNA. And it's, like, breaking up happy homes. And it is wild. I'm only on, like, the second or third episode. Breaking up happy homes. So, this is done, like, so even if you're in a relationship or you're married. Yes, it will show you your match. Oh, my God. So, there are, you know, people out here, you know, think about it. You're married, you've been married five, six years. And then all of a sudden, there's an app that comes out that says, you know, if you download this app, we'll show you your soulmate, the one person that you are matched with through DNA, that you are destined to be happy with. It's like, do I stay in this relationship that I chose for myself? Or do I go out and seek the one person who is genetically matched for me? right so it's like breaking up like homes and like i'ma cuss you out the fact that you wanted to know right but it's that's the human society's you know bullshit of always wanting to know like we always want to fucking know okay watch that shit y'all i'm wrapping up everything that i uh i care a lot us versus um billy Holiday, um uh coming to america and the one You know what I just did? I just fucked it up. There's this thing that's on TikTok TikTok, and it keeps asking people to say a box of mixed biscuits and a biscuit mixer. I'm not even going to attempt. A box of mixed biscuits and a biscuit mixer. So now that I'm not thinking about it right now, I can do it. But I literally frustrated myself to no end the other day Said a box of mixed biscuits and the biscuit mixer, but I couldn't do it. Bianca is literally addicted to TikTok. I am. Look, listen, I'm just now really getting into um, TikTok in general because, like, probably, like, a year ago, you know, when Young Glock was on TikTok, we didn't care nothing about no damn TikTok. I didn't right. know what was going on, no nothing, but... First of all, TikTok is hilarious. I love messy ass TikTok. I love coming across like the people exposing their lovers and shit. Love it. Um, There's like a bunch of funny stuff on TikTok. There's a bunch of keto friendly stuff on um, TikTok, which I'm thinking about starting keto. So many good recipes, life hacks, just like TikTok is the shit. I do not have TikTok on my phone, but every time I see Bianca talk to her, she's telling me about some new TikTok she wants us to do. She had me doing TikTok the other day. Yeah. I was amazing. Um, that's about line yes exactly so tiktok is kind of addictive i mean my mom i think has tiktok just so she she can watch like other people's tiktoks or whatever what if you what if you were scrolling on tiktok and seeing mom doing a thing? girl girl first of all would she do anything without calling Exactly. Show up, y'all. Got me the TikTok, (laughs) but yes, TikTok has been popping or whatever. And so I uploaded recently a video of my nails, y'all. I have some duck nails right now. So, duck nails is just a wider set of nails. It's like I don't even know what this is. It's like sitting an upside down triangle on your nails instead. It's Like, like a shovel. Yeah, they look like little shovels, right. basically. So, I uploaded my nails on TikTok. I always upload my nails on my TikTok. I'm not TikTok famous. I don't have a bunch of followers. I swear I have, like, 17 followers. Like, my on minimum, oh, no, no, max, my views are, like, 600 or something. Minimum, like, 100 people. Now, if you don't know anything about TikTok, TikTok views are built different. If you're, you know, anywhere in the one 2,000 range, that's actually pretty normal on TikTok. But you got to realize this is still 2,000 eyes, sets of eyes that are seeing your stuff. Mm-hmm. So, things just, like, escalate quickly or whatever. So, I uploaded, you know, a video of my nails and, like, it got, like, a few, like, little, you know, views or whatever. And then this is probably, like, over the period of, like, three or four days, I started seeing, like, the views just, like, creeping up. And I literally woke up one morning, and the views are at nine thousand views. Wow! And I was like, "What? Like, when did this happen? Like, mm-hmm. where? How did I even get to someone's like page or whatever?" So the nasty comments started. <laughs> the slander. The slander. There will be no nail slander over here. I mean, I got caught ghetto i got called all types of things that this is the worst tiktok they've ever seen i mean literally the slander was real okay y'all the fact that people took the time out to comment yeah you're whack you're super whack for that so you talk all that crap or whatever about my nails but you're still here Like, you're still here talking shit about my TikTok. So, the views have gone up to 13,000 views on TikTok, which I thought was pretty, dino. I mean, I wish it was my face that they were seeing, but that's all good. So, I'm trying to, you know, like, create more TikToks, but you just realize with that energy, you know, that the more people that see you, that there are going to be good things that get said about you and negative things that get said about you, and I completely understand why these celebrities blow up on people on social media because you're literally I'm talking about 13,000 people what about 13 million people you know Mm. all having something to say about your nails or what you did with your butt or your body or your money or who you're fucking like what no not gonna be able to do it so we'll see what happens when I upload my next nails and people basically <laughs> say that they're shit. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to TikTok because I, I, I think they're cute on me. If I was to see them on someone else, I don't think that they would probably pull them off. I've had several people tell me that they feel like I could pull those off. Like your curved nails, they were nice. But I don't know if I could pull those off. I mean, probably, because I do a lot of stuff. But, but you know, it wasn't your, me. your nail shape and how you wear your nails does depend on what kind of fingers you have. Yeah, because, like, yeah, I have, like, short, fat nails. yeah has fucking baby hands, first of all. Yeah, they're, like, so small. So I need something, you know, to give it character. <laughs> give it a little zing. Give it a little pizzazz. Wow, these St. Patrick's. Did you even post them? I did. Oh, no, on the page? Oh, I didn't. Y'all, I'm going to get back to it. You know what I'm saying? Accountability. All right. So, lastly, before I wrap up, you know, just what's been going on, catching up current events, I got to talk about my Uncle Kirk. What? Wow. <laughs> Kurti- Kirk. So, everybody know Kirk Franklin has been, quote, unquote, he tried to get exposed by his son for basically going on a rant I and mean, he would kick his ass. Basically, he cussed him out. I mean, he cussed him from the root to the tooth. He said, Nigga! He said, <laughs> it with a. He said, Nigga with an Like, they he said that was Plaza. Ply said he got to get Kirk on the trap. Plaza <gasps> ain't shit. <laughs> ain't worth a damn. I mean, he really did go ham on his son. He, he, he went ham. First of all, this boy's 33 years old that's number one okay that's number one he's 33 apparently the daughter uh wrote and said like stop these shenanigans like daddy has afforded you you know he was like what she was like what did you go through like she basically saying nigga we lived in the same household we had the same childhood like you were afforded opportunities apparently like he didn't finish college he flunked out of college all of that and basically the family is tired of his shit sir why did you even feel the need to record that to put your dad on blast like you thought people was gonna be like oh we don't fuck with him yeah I mean Alexa play brighter day like what the fuck oh, I was listening to Kirk Franklin at 6 o'clock this morning <laughs> don't let her put on melodies from heaven bitch cause <laughs> say what I wasn't feeling well and I was like you know what I think I need some Kirk Franklin <laughs> Guess what? I'm gonna sleep after. Okay, period. I mean, look, Kurt Franklin. You, what he said? You can't take my joy, devil. <laughs> Why did you have to do the voice? <laughs> but for real, like he's still a man. Everybody cuss a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he's still a man. You still, if you're a Christian or, you know, you're, you're a Bible thumping, you know, whatever, does that mean you're not supposed to get your dick sucked? Does that mean ah! you're not supposed to slide down the pole and twerk for your man? No, it's all these things happen. We are human. We're human. Like, and then it backfired on him because you thought everybody was going to cancel Kirk where everybody was just like, nigga, it's you right you're the problem like clearly clearly so you did all that to try to sabotage your own father
1: right Brother
0: fucker. he probably wanted some money or something said Brother. dad invest in me i want to buy some forex he probably do we really do we really care about him cussing his damn son out i mean we already knew he was addicted to porn or some other shit like how worse can, can it get to Exactly. Paid? Like, let that man curse his son. Because he said, <laughs> <laughs> That's how daddy said like. Yes, I literally thought about my dad. Hilarious. Like, I mean, if there are people that are out here canceling, this the, the, y'all definitely all about religion and not relationship. Okay? Catch it. Don't let it go of your head now. Okay? Oh, boy. All right, y'all. We love you, Kurt. We love you. Keep it like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, from hey, hey! Did that was you awesome. yes? Did you see it was a it was a video one day, whatever, and they were. <laughs> Melody. Melody. If you listen to melodies from heaven, it don't do something to your spirit. Listen, the the kids was at a party and the police came and knocked on the door and it was like when you act like you're at choir rehearsal <laughs> because the police are trying to bust down the party and they were in there getting into melodies. From heaven. hey Hey. listen i don't care if you are religious or not if you've gotten a hold of that song in any type of way you know it and you like it yes period oh what's your favorite kirk franklin song um my favorite kirk franklin song is um is that kirk he's not dead Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that too. He's not dead. That's what I was. Yeah, to. So I what Martha I Munizi, mean. I think she's on that too. Yeah, that was that was my joint right there. That he's not dead. That's a great one. I think. What is my favorite Kirk Franklin Pause. song? I still haven't heard the song um, DJ Luke Nasty had done a remix and Melody From Heaven Was playing. Yes, I refuse to listen to it. Because I, 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 I'm like, I look, think you're not taking that. Uh, one thing you're not going to do is, I, I don't know, I'm just very, I don't, I'm not really into mixing the secular music with the gospel. I know that this newer gospel, some of it really bangs, you know what I'm saying? I love me some Dietrich Haddon, you know what I'm saying? But you know, like, it was some nasty you know i love god what's wrong with you you know i mean i get it but when you start putting the, the gospel tracks straight on on the rap songs you, you you're going too far you've done too it much some, It was a nasty song i believe too not with melodies from heaven in the back yes and then didn't give no credit <laughs> 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 okay i'm done y'all i'm taking a quick break i'll be right back <laughs> guys, if you're at home right now thinking, dang, how can I start my own podcast and you got some stuff to say, you need to definitely utilize Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also help distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's dope because, you know, sometimes some of us get a little, you know, frazzled about who's listening or not, but you can still make your coins. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alright, y'all, so jumping back into... Hold on, let me adjust this microphone. I don't know what's going on here. Alright, so jumping back into history. I've been excited because I've been away. And I've just been... I, I've been doing, like, a what happened on this day in history, which I've been keeping it more on the black side of things because that's just how I get down, you know what I'm saying? But there are so many other things that, you know, we need to know about as far as, you know, just in our history in general whatever with that being said um this week's history comes from 1850 which is when the book the scarlet letter was published now the scarlet letter uh if you haven't ever read this book it was actually um high school reading i read this book in high school and in college and i actually read this book as an adult probably probably three or four years ago I read it again as an adult and the Scarlet Letter basically tells one of the first stories about adul- um adultery and this is back when you know Quakers were you know settling it was very colonial very religious deeply religious and everyone knew everyone so basically there was a woman who had A child, uh, what was her name? Now that I think about it, something with an H, whatever. But she had a child out of wedlock and tried to hide it for, you know, so long. But basically, it all came out that she was an adulterer. And for the rest of her life, she was forced to wear the scarlet letter A on her clothing, which basically meant that the whole town knew that you had had sex outside of being married Mm -hmm. and um basically it ends up that she actually had a child by the priest the whole time and no one knew that and it was like this huge um you know secret or whatever it was look it, it was just crazy okay but Reading that, you know, you gotta think about it. This book came out in eighteen fifty when you could be jailed for being, you know, an adulterer or you know stepping outside of your marriage. I mean, God forbid you have a child. But baby, thank God that times have a change because there'd be a whole lot of bitches wearing A's walking around right now. Correct. <laughs> Honey, the A's everywhere would be sold out. A pin Double A me. Right. A stitchery, just the the, the color red wouldn't exist no more because y'all hoes would all be walking around wearing scarlet (laughs) letters. They would have to just stop making people wear whatever letters start your name. You just need to know if you got your initial on your clothes, bitch, you ain't right. Right. Because that was pretty crazy. But um, times have just evolved and changed so much from that time. Thank goodness because there would be like two people left. (laughs) They would have just hung everybody. Anyway, so this week when I started thinking about uh, the number seven and how, you know, it's the number of completion. I started thinking about time and just timing and, you know, just the concept of time in general is so hard for our human brains to grasp, you know? I mean, thank God we have some sort of semblance of time, you know, what a minute means to us, what an hour means to us. But, you know, black people love to say, what is time to God, okay? (laughs) They love that line right there. But when you think about it, you know, what is time in context to, you know, our entire existence? When you realize how small, the earth is compared to the rest of not just our solar system the galaxy we're in considering that we're in multiple and infinite galaxies on top of that we are but a speck of dust you know what i'm saying so like what is time like what does that even mean i mean i know what it means in like minutes and stuff like that it sounds like some high um, shit it is a little bit but In context of, you know, thinking about, you know, what we do in a day and how we spend our time, it's us as people, as a society that have placed this construct on like, what is too little or too much. So I'm talking about time in terms of now getting to the smaller bit of it, time in terms of how you deal with people in relationships. And time in the terms of a construct of readiness in your brain like so for instance when you first meet somebody and you feeling them you vibing you know you love it so much and then you t- you tell someone about it the first thing they want to know is how long y'all been talking yeah and based on that answer from you gauges how positive or negative that person reacts to what you just said. That's true. If I meet if I tell you that I if we took time out of the conversation that we were having sometimes we wouldn't even be having the conversation mm-hmm. because if I tell you that I'm meeting someone and I tell you that I met someone and oh my gosh just, oh he's the best she's the best we have this time this time it looks so good it sounds good and then you answer the question of time it's been two weeks you're I mean, nah. <laughs> oh hell no, like God. it's always good in the beginning <laughs> right and that is not even just it's, it's true because it's so but that's just because of like the way that time goes on like why couldn't it be the person shows you the worst of them in the two, first two weeks? I mean, right. I get it that it's about impressing a person, but, like... Sometimes they do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Get out of here. Right. And then you know, or whatever. Look, don't fake the funk with me. Tell me you was a dog when I meet you, okay? <laughs> Period. But now, if I meet you and I, if I if I tell you that I've met someone and, you know... Uh, we've been you know he's just this and that and, the third, and you say all the nice things about them and say well how long have y'all been doing this and say oh we worked together for five years people my girl what he waiting on yeah. you know what i'm saying so it changes your your timing changes how you deal and like are affected by what somebody is saying to you you know what i'm saying so and speaking about that it's like how do we get out of this construct of, like, what is a good time or a bad time? So, I was asking, you know, how long do you, like, you know, like, this whole, like, like how long do you date someone before you, like, do certain things? Mm. And, like... You know, like not like Steve Harvey, his dumbass like ninety day rule and stuff right. like that. I, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, I mean, really, who's waiting ninety days? Mm. <laughs> I, I didn't know what that did. Anyway, um, but <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, <laughs> for real though. <laughs> My bright voice, My like I'm to waste, seriously. And, and you know, that's like a true thing or whatever. So, like, you know, when I. Meet somebody, I'm not thinking about you know that far in advance, but on the back end of it, if you don't think that far in advance, like a little piece of you when you meet somebody is like, Do I see this nigga in my life in six months? I think that comes your age because I wasn't thinking like that when I was young. When I was young, oh no. no, I wasn't thinking, I thought it was gonna be around but forever. It's like now, yeah, but it's like 30 and up if we don't have no future that gauge how much time I give you I'm not saying you won't be in my life but how seriously am I going to take you are you just a little weekend date or when I get bored we right. hang out or right. am I going to give you some time time if you got some potential you get some time but if right. not you just going to have to chill in the back Right. so like when I first meet you like I get it you know I want to see you all the time or whatever but like Is it a thing of too much in the beginning? Like, can it be... Can somebody show you, reveal too much of themselves too soon for you? No. I'd rather know everything. The sooner the better. That lets me know how I I want to deal with you, how I'm going to deal with you, and how much, you know, time I actually want to give you. I'd rather know everything. Yeah. Soon. I mean, I mean, do you want to give them all this time and then you find out, you know, some shit a, a year in? Like, I wish I would have known. Everyone says it's like, oh, I wish I would have known this sooner. Like, I'd rather know everything. Yeah, but like knowing everything, I don't know how to. I don't know how to say. It. Like, I want to know and I want to get to know, but I feel like remember when Kevin Hart was like. You know, you gotta let me into your nasty world. Yeah. He's like, you can't, you know what I'm saying? You know, put it all out, lay it out on the table. You know what I'm saying? You can't be one to eat Doritos off a of nigga dick and you just met him. No, sexually, what I'm saying? that's something different. I was talking about like personality wise and stuff like that, but I definitely don't think that you should meet a guy and the second date, you're, you're on level five. Yeah, you can't panel. be a Dean Howard bitch. Yes. No. Freak like me. No. But, yeah, it's levels. It's definitely levels. I feel a little bit different. Like, okay, boom. So, in terms of, like, can a nigga do too much too soon? Like, I don't want a nigga trying to treat me like a wife and he just met me. Something's wrong with you. Yeah, and I'm not saying, like... He probably might, you know, not in a way that he might not realize it, but I don't want you sending me flowers every single day and, you know, oh my God, it's, you know, uh, rubbing your feet and you want to spend all this money on me and all that. What makes me so special off the break? You don't even know me like that. So, you treat... Everybody, I don't feel special at that point. Yeah, I don't feel special because you're showing me that this is probably what you do with everyone. Which is not a bad thing because that shows that that's his M.O., but now what are you going to do to show me how I'm different than other women that you have dealt with? That's why, like, all these rappers and shit like that, tricking off money on these bitches or whatever, it it doesn't mean anything or whatever. But I feel like if I was just meeting someone... You know, and we're just vibing. We're having a good conversation on the phone. Like, if you drop a five hundred dollar cash app on me, I'm gonna be like, for what? Like, and like, what are you expecting? Yeah. So timing comes with, like you said, expectations, and you know, all, all bitches want to do that's secure and going to spoil and all of that. But there is a such thing as spoiling me too much, too soon. I, a lot of girls would disagree. I'm <laughs> sure they, they will. They out there looking for that. But if you're looking for something serious, doing that a little too soon. As, and it's like, are you going to keep that up? Yes. You know who do shit like that? African men. Yeah. Older African men, when I was in college, I'm telling you, his name was Jeffrey. I loved them to death, okay? Jeffrey, all Jeffrey wanted was to rub on your thighs a little bit. You know what I'm Bye. saying? Take you to drink Guinness at the dance hall and by the end of the night, you know, you five $500 richer. You know what I'm saying? You just do what you gotta do. But, that to me was almost a way of like, ownership. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like, like you said, when dudes drop stuff, like money and stuff on you, it's not even like what you expect in a sexual way. It's like, What type of time do you think that we're really on Mm -hmm. that you can, you know, just drop this bag on me and just, like, keep it moving or whatever? So, there is a way to be impressive to a person because, first of all, especially with, look, I'm not going to say, I I can't keep on speaking on hetero situations only because I'm a lesbian myself, but I'm going to just say, if a nigga coming at me, I need to know that you got the bag. Okay? (laughs) Okay. period okay not all the bags some bag is it halfway full nigga does it have some weight on it okay <laughs> what kind of bag are we talking so, about so you want to know you got the bag but don't spend don't spend it, it. All, i just want to know once. that you got it you know what i'm saying like when i go out i feel like i'm secure in ordering whatever i want off the right side of the menu you know like that's it that's all so i think that you know again the timing thing you know, dudes have to have their timing together as well as females. Females, y'all cannot meet a nigga off the break and be asking for forty dollars. Yeah, yes, not you a forty-dollar You can't be doing it, and they do it all the time. That's unattractive, and no man at the end of the day wants a needy hoe. And if they don't mind stuff like that, then they, you know, basically they want to own you. They. They have one up for you because it's a lot of guys that actually don't feel comfortable with women that like make as much money as them and stuff like that because they want to feel needed. Right, right, and I get it. Like That's showing a fine me, line. it it is a very fine line. Showing me that you have it and just like straight up, just like being over indulgent to me is corny. Yeah, and it, when it happens too soon, it's like a damn nigga. Okay, like. You ain't got to put the full court press on me. I don't even know if I like you yet. Right. And so you're letting me know how much you bang with me before I've even been able to assess, like, my feelings for you. Right. Now, on the flip side of that, don't get me wrong. There are some people that meet each other and they know within the first week of meeting each other that they're going to be together and, well, at least they think they know. I mean, so for some people that really does happen. But... You have to, you know, get back into, again, like, is that, like, a society thing where, like, I should wait and, like, this doesn't feel right because it's only two weeks? I mean, I know for me, I'm going to be like, bitch, you don't even know him. like, Right. But what if they really are adamant? I mean, we've seen um, 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Most of them are fail. Um, I guess you don't really know till you jump if you if you want to take that risk and jump out there, then that's on you. But you know, it blows me when people see red flags early and and they're looking over it. Because like they see potential on someone like someone can be telling you about somebody and it's a whole bunch of red flags. And you know, they ain't got no business fucking with that motherfucker. Yes. It's like, girl, but... Don't take too much time, bitch, okay? I know we talk about time, bitch, but hold on. And like so i i guess every situation is different it every does situation happen is you know different. i always wonder how long cassie knew her man because she was with diddy for all those years yep. and left diddy and like within a year was like with this man and she got, got two got, kids now. yeah pregnant like living her best life looking the happiest she's ever looked it's like well how long did you know this nigga because she was with diddy for years she was he was her trainer that's and I believe he was training maybe both of them at some point, Diddy and her. Mm, so they had, her. had an eye on that motherfucker, mm-hmm, had an eye on the prize. But you girl. see, and look how soon that happened. I don't even know if it was a year before you know they was close and right. had a baby and all that. I guess when you know, you just know. You just you do know. What the sad part about it is, is that the more time that a person have. Been in a relationship with you, people lose their expectations for like them to like fail or whatever. Like, meaning, oh lord, Missy, she's on the scene, y'all. Meaning, like, hold on, amber, is your door? Hold on. did you stop? It? Okay, so, yeah, I don't know what I was talking about exactly. I don't know what i saying. You know when I be stopping and starting or whatever? Oh, yeah, that's what i was saying. So, when you've been with somebody, I was saying the expectations change also when you've been with somebody for a really long time. Like... When you've been with somebody for a real, real long time, or whatever, people expect y'all to already be married and already have kids that's and true. have your shit together. Like, all how of long that y'all been together? kid? I heard that. I heard that. 12 years and neither one. they like, no kids. What the fuck? Exactly. They think it's a the problem. They like, it definitely, they're like, he mm, was not gonna marry you. But, you know, but again, that's what I'm talking about. It's about the way that people react It only revolves around time. They're not asking how this nigga's treating you. They're not asking about your money. They're not asking anything. They automatically assume that because you've been with somebody 10 plus years, that that nigga just supposed to marry you. Right. Or that y'all already supposed to have kids or whatever. Nigga, I grow slow. Like, yeah, like you don't know what what it is, what what the reason behind that could be. It could be. What anything? if I can't have kids, right? Or what if I don't want to get married? What if I'm not into the construct of being married? What if that's not my M.O.? What if I want to live in a commune and you know have multiple partners and be polyamorous or something? But shit? it does sound crazy to to be with somebody for ten years and you don't have kids or you're not married. So it's like. People ask me why I'm not married all the time and I don't have an answer. Right. (laughs) People ask me that. I'd be like, but time ain't right. But this is the thing though. It's not a good or a bad thing. I'm not saying that it's a good or bad thing. I'm just saying it's something that hasn't happened. Usually it's something. Okay. Usually well. it's something because I'm in the house, bleaching this niggas clothes. <laughs> y'all just don't know because I'm private. Ah, that is what it is. Nigga, it's something. You go motherfucker, tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Why? You don't want to get that. Y'all know it keeps me a salty night. You, you know, say yeah. Norman, I'm a child. <laughs> <Damn>. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like. I mean, you know, so many things, you know, probably if you took, you know, kids out of the context of your relationship and other things, you might not be with that person or still be married to them or, you know, like whatever. But I just feel like with time, the more time goes on, the expectations that people have for your relationship change no one's asking you is that nigga taking you out is he taking you shopping is he doing all that after 10 years it's like oh is that nigga marrying you is he buying you a house like Mm -hmm. and that's all just because you said that i've been with this person longer than i've been with somebody else but i've literally met people who have met Falling in love and gotten married all in the span of maybe six months of being with each other. Yeah. And, like, it's something about that energy that was just organic for them. But people are still going to judge you for that because yeah, you only like, waited six months. Right. But
1: like, what I'm
0: saying. It, it really does depend on the situation. the I'm, person. You really have to take time out of it sometimes. It's scary, though, because time don't mean shit also in the terms of people change we just talked about how the number seven uh, is a year of a com- number of completion and also every seven years your body changes your mind changes the cells in your body change you are not the same person so what now mm. you know what i'm saying so like i mean i don't know do do we all need a seven year grace period or something that, nobody has fucking seven years to be wasting like that. I mean, seven years is a long time and then not at the same time. You know, I could look back or whatever and being with somebody for four years and I don't even remember shit that we did. I don't remember having sex with them. I don't remember. This is a true story because Bianca told me the other day that she can't remember sex. That she, she was with somebody for a couple years and cannot remember <laughs> the sex. That is so fucking bad. Like, literally, can't remember this bitch eating my coochie one time. <laughs> bad. Like, and that's some dead serious shit, but there are also people that have impacted my life that I only knew, you know, for a couple months or a couple years, right. and I can re- recall those things or whatever, so I, it's really hard. I know I'm pretty confusing, y'all, because like I said, time is both infinite and infinitesimal at the same time, so, y'all understand what I'm saying when I be saying what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Because it's not giving what it's supposed to give. I want back my money. <laughs> are you tired of people asking you, like, why you're not married yet? No, um, because first of all, in the lesbian world, I'm running the golden mile right, right now. I'm swiftly. I'm Jackie joyner kersey right now, okay? <laughs> like, I'm winning the race. But, you know, in terms of just how much time we've actually been together. But, I don't know. I feel like gay people are like stars. We just exist, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, look, a couple years ago, they didn't want us getting married anyway. So look, to be or not to be, that getting married or not? I'm gonna, I go ask. Look, my whole family. Okay, we was in Vegas, y'all, and my dad was like who's getting married this week we was <laughs> short. we was trying to get somebody to get married in Vegas and make the trip I think I had told y'all that that would have been icing on the cake because it was cold out there I was bored and we was trying to get somebody to get married because I mean no one that was on the trip was together is separated. I'm just gonna put it out there Yeah, everybody that was there is gonna stay together dad wouldn't even get remarried to make my fucking trip Right. Y'all could've got married because y'all not going nowhere. Because y'all would've seen Dad still shaking his motherfucking boots. He already married. How you still nervous? <laughs> don't ask me to come back to Vegas with y'all if y'all not getting married in front of Elvis. Period. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't know. It's just... I don't I'm about to talk to her tonight because y'all irritating. You know what? It's so crazy. I never had that Image And I don't know if this is because it's something that I didn't see growing up. Even our grandparents were in their 40s when they got married. So I didn't see, like, my mom, you know, get married. Well, of course, I mean, had it been done the right way, I wouldn't have seen my mom get married. But my mom didn't get married till later in life. And we just didn't see, you know, a lot of married couples, you know. Literally, even when we was growing up, everybody on our block was, like, divorced. Was either divorced, getting divorced, or was just a baby daddy or a mama, literally. Yes. Literally, and so it wasn't just it just wasn't something that I strive for. It wasn't like everyone around me is getting married and I have just got to do it. Like it just I just didn't so feel. So now it. you just don't care. I, I just look. First, I of I all, a goal, first of all, I'm not paying money to for y'all to compete with should me. Should have been here today because I'm trying to figure it out. You want me? to pay $80 a plate for you to come Nobody watch music. Nobody said that you had to have a big wedding. You couldn't go to the courthouse. You could have a private. You could do a destination where you can get married on vacation on the beach. With just y'all. I'm not against um you know marriage or anything like that. And I think y'all should get married the next vacation. Where are we going? I don't even know where we're going. But I'm going You know they got little wedding packages um everywhere. You know what is me? I have my father in me. I think I'm going to miss something and it's not even that I'm so looking. the truth comes out y'all Bianca <laughs> feels like she's missing out on something when she know damn well her and Melissa let me tell y'all about them they are two old ladies they're dry they be in the house they are two old ladies that just belong together and they should just, you know, go ahead and get married because, I mean, who else is gonna sit around knitting with them? No one. So literally, uh, I, I don't know what Bianca thinks she's gonna miss because she's not missing nothing in the house. Watching her fucking documentaries, <laughs> Melissa playing <laughs> video games. Yes. You know, I feel like I don't think I'm necessarily missing. I think it's the I, it's the concept in my head that forever sounds like a really that's long when the nigga. Time. In comes that's out. That's I am. I'm a whole dude. That's for all real. the women. That's all the women. Really. Um, Um, in our family that's all my father's daughters yes all listen all of the boys in our family all the older boys and the younger boys are basically married all of the girls are not married not one of us is married yet and look I can't even say that it's because I'm gay Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't even say that that's part of it or whatever. Because we've all been in serious relationships before. We've all been close. We've all been almost at the brink of, you know, getting married. There have been more just, not quite. Just, not, 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 not. The curl the, didn't quite. The curl, curl didn't quite curl all the way around literally all of us yes that's true yeah and i don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing i think that you know we're really strong and i've never been on that side of a woman like you know i've been you know there where there was a woman you know pressing out and saying i want to be with you i want to marry you i've never been in that mode even when I listen even when I was back in the day or whatever when I dated dudes or whatever like I was with somebody who I was really close to you know we had a great relationship there was nothing bad about it or anything I mean you could not tell my mother that I was not gonna marry this man okay so she wanted you to get married but you never thought in your head like that he could be your husband never I never... Bianca said I'm bad. I, I honestly feel like she's worse than me. Because at least I was engaged and I was almost there. Bianca is just... First of all, he sprung it on you on the love boat. <laughs> you had no choice at this point. But to at least say yes tentatively, even if you didn't meet it. Y'all, I was engaged for like six years. That's how you know. Niggas was bullshitting. The mm. only weak niggas like to stop <laughs> bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> no for real I feel like it was like a shut up ring or something because who the fuck gets engaged see me back in time who gets engaged and then don't start like wedding planning like nigga was like oh you got the ring on it I'm trying to make the, you know finalize that He like no nah, I don't think that's gonna work let's try the next year and then yeah. like went on to the next year right. the next year the next year right it's like the ring's going back in the box Correct. at this Correct. Point. oh no I hit it with a hammer remember yes you did you broke it up time applied to certain situations there are certain things just unacceptable and not unacceptable because we said so but certain stuff just don't make sense at a certain point I mean I get it look I have an aunt and uncle who have never been married and they say that they will never be married and we know this to be true I'm not it's not a good or a bad thing, it's what they've decided for themselves, you know? Well, how come mom doesn't talk to you how she talks to me? Because she straight up was like, do you know technically, by the Bible, you're a whore? Because yes. you're not married and you're a Well, I'm a sinner lesbian and I'm going to burn <laughs> in the pits. I'm gonna burn, come back to life, burn again every night for eternity. Okay, (laughs) eternity. So you talking to me about being a whore? That is just the icing on the cake. (laughs) And even said that, even said that to my ex, like, you know, that technically my daughter is a whore, and you're not (laughs) because you have not made the honest woman out of her yet. Like, mom, stop it. Cause how old was mom when she got married? And how many kid balls I plan would be like that? (laughs) Cause you're a whore! (laughs) Blast you! Double A on my chest. What did I say? Scarlet letter. (laughs) (laughs) Repent! (laughs) But that's the thing. Like, timing, you... If you go to, you know, you, you, listen, listen. Timing also is depending on, in context, who you're talking to. If you're talking to your homegirls about a nigga that you met two weeks ago, it's going to be different than the way you talk to your grandma about a nigga that you met two weeks ago, okay? She's like, well, does he have a job? you <laughs> be like, girl, what that dick do? Like, <laughs> grandma I be like, he got a job? Does he love God? Well, I say you should just go ahead and <laughs> Just go ahead, a good Christian man. That's how my great grandma be, y'all. If he's Christian and loves the Lord, has a job, then you just checked off all her boxes. Right. right. You talk to your homegirl girl, she like, uh-uh, bitch. Mm-mm. First of all, you want me to wait until marriage. Yes. Marriage? I don't know. Whoever decided that was just crazy. <laughs> okay, sidebar, y'all, real quick. I'm gonna wrap up the show in a second. I know it's been a long one or whatever, but I was watching this documentary. Y'all know how I get down or whatever. So, boom. So, these were, um... They were, like, New Zealanders or whatever who basically all believed that the end of the world was imminent and they all, like, followed, like, the teachings of God and stuff like this. All right, boom. So, they live in, like, this commune. It's only, like, 500 of them who live there. They do not get to speak to the opposite sex in passing. So... When it comes time for them to get married, you know, these young girls are, you know, 21, 22, saying, if it's in the Lord's will, if it's in the Lord's will, I will be married with the kids. And I don't know how to do a New Zealand accent, but, um, you know, they're just so anxious, you know, for it. So they go to the elders of the community, and the elders give the boys, like, a list. Of saying, like, these are the six girls that you can pick from to be married to. And we're going to ask what the Lord's will is and who you should marry. And they literally basically pick for you. And then these men go meet these girls. They, they've never been alone well, together they know, they, look like they know what they look like but oh. they never had conversations right. they've never done anything and proposed marriage to them and shit. right after they get married they, they um, court for five weeks right after they get married bitch when I say right after I mean the church folks then laid out the bed with the roses and shit on it hang because up. you're supposed to consummate your marriage as soon as you get married hang up. so what if I you know you know and to be wet and i'm not comfortable with that yet right and like again here we are back at this concept of time like that's not enough time for me to get to know you or anything i just said yes i'm supposed to bust it wide open in this pink dress right oh no 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 but i used to it to us it's crazy but it's crazy i need a little more time okay maybe that's what this episode We know should be seven called. years you need a little God, more time at this point you know if and when it does happen i'm pretty sure no one's gonna muzzle talk me they're gonna be like bitch finally you know it's not even gonna be you know exciting to anyone at this point because it's just gonna be like oh okay you did it well i just want to know um when we're going back on vacation so i can look up wedding packages wherever we go <sighs> We're gonna be on we gonna get to the beach. <laughs> no like, us... This is what I want you to wear today. We're gonna get to the beach. You're gonna see flowers out there with a little arch. Listen, <laughs> no <knowing> one <laughs> us, you're gonna have to do it anyway, cause both Melissa and I can't plan for shit. <laughs> can't plan for shit. <laughs> we'll be we at the drive through Like, yeah, let me um go ahead and um roll up. You wanna smoke before or after this is done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but yeah I just wanted to like talk about the concept of time because I was having a conversation with someone who did you know recently meet someone and you cannot tell this bitch that she has just not met her forever Mm. again time don't mean shit because then there are some people who take this time out to get to know someone all of that then they, they do it the quote unquote society's right way they're friends then they're you know lovers and then they get married and then he kills her Right. <laughs> then she chops his dick off. Right. Then you know what I'm saying. You seen that woman who found out that her husband was cheating on her after 18 years and ran that nigga over with his car? Yeah. He did. Right. Exactly. So you're right. So time really don't mean nothing because I mean people change. You know expectations and same, same. change, and you may be dating somebody for years and y'all finally move in together and like I said, you don't really know. Then the you find out him. he don't wash his booty hoe in the shower. <laughs> He don't want your feet. He don't let the water run in between his booty crap. Now, you gotta be married to this nigga for eternity. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> eternity is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want y'all, you know what I'm saying, talk to me, please. Like I said, please, y'all, talk to me. Um, Podcast at gmail.com. That's Queen, the letter B-T-E-A- podcast at gmail.com the inbox is always open i want to know you know what you all think about you know the construct of time like i said the construct of time for humans depends on readiness alone period are you ready is this the right time quote unquote so whatever those are my thoughts on it I might talk a little bit more about it next week because you know it is quite a lengthy you know thought process I don't know how I got there maybe I was smoking maybe I wasn't Amber fuck you (laughs) but anyway talk to me about it um follow us on Instagram queen bt podcast on Instagram follow our personal pages the mf goddess t-h-e-e motherfucking goddess me I'm B the great i G R A I I've had the same Insta for 12 years now or something. I've have never we been on Instagram now. No, maybe not 12 years. I'm gonna say maybe okay, maybe maybe 8 or 9 years I've been on Instagram now. I've never changed my name. I've never been someone different. I know at this point I used to call myself Bianca the Great mm-hmm. all the time. You already know I have a song. So you know i'm not gonna change it follow me on my personal page follow me on the um the podcast page i mean whatever just follow me bitch anyway <laughs> um amira do you have anything else to say to the people um i'm gonna update y'all when i talk to melissa because we need
1: to
0: get these web plans together mm-hmm. yes. well i plan on doing a quick little you know a tidbit of how we met and everything soon anyway oh that would be cute melissa would you be on the show i'm gonna ask Girl, she want to tell everybody how she bought me one little beef patty at 7-Eleven. Girl, I just, don't, I'm out I just don't have time for these shenanigans. Okay, no, y'all. Y'all really do have to hear this story because... It's kind of crazy, actually. It's kind of juicy how they got together. It is. It's a little bit juicy. You know, you want to get your tea ready for that baby I'm it's gonna have be because it's going to Bianca's the one that likes to give her tea because I'm the private one, so... hmm. Yeah, I'll just divulge all my business. You in my business? Don't oh. do that. Okay. Oh, uh, well... I love you guys i'm so glad that y'all stick with me i'm like i said consistency is key let's do what we gotta do let's make these moves you know what i'm saying i'm trying to go viral and for all the good reasons not these duck news not the nails i need you to see my face follow me on TikTok too you need to too. show them your face how about that oh yeah but you know it's like did you even put the TikToks on the page no because I thought that was you know what I'm hanging up anyway <laughs> I say that and even if I'm in person I tell you I'm hanging up Okay. I love y'all we'll uh, see y'all next week bye bye